This week on the Tech on Tap podcast, we talk Convo, backups, and how it all ties into the NetApp data fabric. Welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast with Justin Parisi. I love NetApp. Oh, yeah. NetApp. I love this company. Zipok. Zipok. I love NetApp because it's so funny. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast. My name is Justin Parisi. I'm here in the studio and on the phone with me today, I have some representation from Commvault as well as NetApp. And we're going to talk about Commvault and how it works with NetApp. Uh, But before we start that, let's give some introductions. Manuel Renard, if you could tell everybody what you do and how to reach you. Yeah, good morning, Justin. Yeah, I'm Emmanuel Renard. I'm Data Protection Architect at NetApp in EMEA. I'm with NetApp since over 10 years now. And I'm working as technical advisor for the data protection alliances of NetApp. So I'm the contact for Comboard and NetApp on the technical side, and I'm reachable by email uh, under erenard at netapp.com. All right. And Ashatosh um, from Commvault, what do you do and how do we reach you? Hi, thank you for having me on the podcast. My name is Ashatosh Samhankar. And I've been with Commvault since four years, and I work as an alliance architect in EMEA. I'm based out of Munich. And my role is to enable the region on the joint solution. And you can reach me on LinkedIn or via email at apamhankar at commvault.com. All right. And we will include those in the show notes so people can reach you as they read the blog. So uh, today we're here to talk about Commvault. And what I like to do when we talk about something new is talk about what it is and you kind of give it like a high-level overview. So, Ashatosh, if you could tell us what Commvault is uh, and, and give us an idea of what it does. Sure. Uh, Commvault is a data management uh, company. So we have a solution that helps our customers uh, protect their data and recover it. And we have been recognized by Gartner and Foresta multiple times. And so we help our customers um, to be prepared if they get hit by malicious threats so they can recover the data rapidly. And uh, what we also can help our customers to do is index and analyze the data. So our customers can manage uh, sensitive data and apply the right policies of managing these sensitive data so that they can implement uh, compliance policies on top of these, on top of data because data is the strategic asset for our customers, and it's really important for Commvault as well. What sort of compliance uh, stuff are you guys focusing on? And I'm, I'm kind of leading you in the direction I want you to go, but um, <laughs> what's important that's been going on in Europe that might Commvault might be interacting with? Well, Commvault can help uh, customers. I mean, GDPR is on top of uh, the minds of customers, and Commvault can help analyze uh, data, live data and data that they've backed up. So we can generate an index and... Uh, create an intelligence out of that and insights into the data so that the IT managers can take the right decisions. I'm not saying that Commvault is the solution to uh, the compliance requirements, but it is a tool in in implementing these IT initiatives that customers might be wanting to uh, put into place. Right. I mean, when with GDPR, I mean, there's the requirement of right to be forgotten, that sort of thing. And if you can't find the data, you can't really comply. So Commvault helps index and find that data that you would need to comply with the regulations. That's correct. And there's also the, uh, the part of minimizing the data so that you can uh, really get rid of data that you do not want to 
store. I mean, uh, unless you require it for the business. So you can uh, first find the data that um, that is sensitive and treat it differently. And um, yeah, and, and apply policies to that data. Okay. So from a technical perspective, um, how does Commvault work? I mean, what does it do to interact with things like NetApp? To give you an overview of that before, we would like to talk about uh, the history of the alliance. It all started in the year 2009 when the two companies uh, worked together. So we got out a feature called Snap Backup. And uh, that was an integration with uh, the NetApp filers. Um, I think Emmanuel remembers uh, those days. Yes, yes, yes. So um, at that time, uh, NetApp was uh, in discussion with um, backup software company in general and with the goal of convincing them of the huge advantages of leveraging hardware snapshots to improve backup efficiency. So the goal at that time was not for NetApp to have its own backup software, but to make sure that our customer benefits uh, from the snapshot technology within their existing backup context. And at the end, Commvault was the company who understood that. Commvault has, as Ashutosh just mentioned, the snap backup feature that was leveraging uh, on-tap snapshots in uh, the backup application, um, application consistency with intelligent um, backup. So at the end, um, we entered a global OEM agreement with Commvault and started to offer our customer um, SnapProtect as a standalone um, backup software solution. And that was the beginning of, uh, of a long partnership. So the, the next step was uh, IntelliSnap. Yeah, uh, we kind of uh, changed that re- uh, OEM agreement to a resale agreement and changed uh, Snap, uh, the name of SnapProtect to CIFN uh, because um, customers who had non-NetApp data, customers had the requirement of backing up that data and uh, SnapProtect was only restricted to uh, NetApp. I mean, you could only use Snapshot. Right. Yeah, the point was that SnapProtect was uh, in this agreement um, a solution that we sold together with an on-tap storage system. So it was a license key bundle to the storage system, and then you had the ability to back up everything, which is on NetApp, application consistent, but only that. So, of course, customer, unfortunately, sometimes have also something else than on-tap. And yeah, so that's why we moved to the resale model. And uh, we thought that we would uh, simplify that further, and which is why last year we introduced Commvault Complete on uh, NetApp's global price book. Yeah, that means today, and that's what we, we went for in October last, uh, last year, uh, we are now at NetApp able to uh, resell the full Commvault portfolio to the customers and enable them to back up their whole um, infrastructure. With uh, with Commvault. So it sounds like we've got a long history there um, with NetApp. Yeah, that's 10 years of history, let's say. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's good. Excellent. So it sounds like the, the relationship is still going strong here, as evidenced by you two agreeing to be on this podcast. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about, you know, the actual interaction. Like, you know, what do we use to interact with the NetApp systems? Like, do we use um, SnapDiff? Do we use APIs? How does that work? Yeah, so that's in general what is making this integration unique is that um, all native NetApp technologies are triggered under the covers by the Commvault application. So if we start with a, a simple NAS snapshot and we want to index the data, then we will use the native protocol SnapDiff uh, to have a catalog of the content of the um, of the machine. Um, uh, sorry, of the volumes. So. Um, the same is for um, 
replication, they will use the native replication of uh, ONTAP, so SnapMirror, SnapVault, all that is triggered by the application, but in the background, that's all native uh, protocol that are used. And we don't really need to index uh, the snapshots, although the uh, index is the glue uh, in the story, but you don't really need to index uh, the data. Yeah, that's correct. So index is something uh, customers are often asking for uh, to be able to search for data in, uh, yeah, in their storage uh, system. But at the end, uh, to restore with Commvault, you absolutely don't need to index the backup. So you have a very quick backup done by triggering a snapshot. And if you want to restore a single file, then you will browse through that snapshot and be able to restore that single file. That's for NAS. For application, you will have an application-consistent snapshot. And if you want to restore, also there, you don't need to index your data. We will there use FlexClone. And FlexClone is the base of every restore uh, in Commvault. And there's also a really cool uh, feature uh, that I'd like to highlight over here is of the ability of uh, restoring single VMs. So uh, to give, the, uh, give a little bit of context, if a data store had like 30 VMs and if one of the VMs uh, got corrupted, um, what would be the standard approach of other vendors than that? They would just restore the entire data store so you will have all of your 30 VMs back, and that's not what you want, right? I mean, what, what you want is a rapid restore of that single VM. So uh, that's what NetApp uh, can do. So it, it, it does that under the covers, and you have a rapid restore of a single VM, and that's really unique in the way uh, NetApp works under the covers. So what are we using for the rapid restore? Is it FlexClone, or is it something else? We do a FlexClone and then copy out that VM, uh, to the data store so that uh, you have the VM back. It's just in minutes. Yeah, the restore is, is even quicker than uh, than copying the data because as soon as you have the Flex clone in your, if we say now we speak about a virtual environment uh, in VMware, you will see an additional uh, data store which is just built on the Flex clone and the VM will be available directly out of the snapshot while in background, um, a storage motion occurs back to the original uh, on, on alternate data store. Okay, so we could do very large VMs in a matter of minutes. Absolutely, yes. Excellent. Um, what about reaching into the VMs themselves and getting files? Are we able to do that sort of thing? Yes, that's also with the use of FlexClone. So um, when you want to restore a single item out of the VM, you just have a snapshot of your data store. And during the restore, the data store will be mounted using FlexClone as a temporary data store. The VM will be registered out of the snap. And at that point in the Convolt GUI, you will see the full content of your VM, be able to browse up to the file that you want to restore and restore only that file to the original VM, to an alternate VM, or to a physical machine, whatever, that is connected to the Convolt environment. It looks like we've got a new version of Convolt called Convolt Complete. Is that correct? Well, that's, um, that's the new product. I mean, that's how we want to call it. I mean, it, it, ha it is a comprehensive solution for backup and recovery for customers, and it um, really um, adds many more things to, um, to uh, Commodore IntelliSnap for NetApp, which is the former product that uh, we were selling together. So customers can uh, obviously continue to use the application-aware snapshot-based uh, backups with the index, uh, but they have uh, 
many more benefits. I mean, one of the benefits or two, uh, two benefits which I would uh, highlight over here is that uh, one, the customer is uh, future-proof with the solution because they get a broad support for applications, for um, operating systems, for hypervisors. So, for example, if the customer gets a business requirement of implementing a new application, uh, he can be sure that uh, he can protect the data that resides in that application because Commvault supports most of the well-known applications and databases out there. And the same also applies to uh, the storage platform that the customer might be using to store his data because Commvault integrates with the entire product portfolio of, Commvault, of NetApp. So uh, you've got SaaS and all flash SaaS. Um, we integrate with, uh, I mean, storage snapshot integration with NetApp ATI and SolidFire and also E-Series. So the customer is really, really flexible. And the other benefit that the customer gets is that we can manage the entire lifecycle of the data for the customer because we're managing the snapshots, right? I mean, if the data is on, on NetApp storage, we help the customer manage it using a policy uh, to define when a snapshot is created, when it is deleted, and how long it's going to be retained. And things like if he wants to uh, retain some data for longer-term retention, because if he has some legal requirements, you can also uh, implement that. I mean, customers can do local snaps, replicate those snaps to a disaster recovery location, and then send off those snapshots to the cloud or uh, to tape for longer-term retention. And the same also applies, I mean, uh, talking about the lifecycle of uh, the data, you can also migrate workloads. I mean, you can migrate virtual machines from between different hypervisors or from, from one cloud provider to another cloud provider. So those are just a couple of examples of how we help customers manage the lifecycle of the data. The customer gets the entire product portfolio um, from Commvault. So it's not restricted just to snapshot these back. Yeah, perhaps to, to jump a little bit on, on uh, your question, uh, Justin, it's Commvault Complete is not a new product. It's a new product in our sense that we as NetApp are now able to resell that full portfolio. And that's the major change um, that our customer, when they buy Commvault software by NetApp, they don't get a Snap Protect or IntelliSnap that is limited to um, backing up the data residing on their on tap storage system, but they now get a solution that is able to back up everything what they have in their environment, if it's on on tap or something else from NetApp or also the rest. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a full backup application that we ha now have on our price book. Would you say it's a complete solution? Uh, yes, and that's why they're changing <laughs> the name to Commvault Complete. Where I'm we getting it now, I understand. <laughs> It's all coming together. It took me a little while. It's early yet for me. Not that early, but that but early. Um, so I, I see that we have some native S3 involved here. Tell me a little bit more about how that's going to work with Commvault Complete. So with Commvault Complete, uh, you can directly write to an S3 target. So you, you do not need a gateway between the cloud and your, uh, your on-premise infrastructure. So the way it works is that uh, for example, you could do a local snap and then directly go to the cloud, but that's not what customers would do. Uh, you would have a copy between the cloud and your your on-premise infrastructure for faster resource. So what you would do is you would do local snaps, keep a copy of that data on, on disk for faster resource, 
and then send that data to the cloud in a deduplicated format, because then you are optimizing the data that is being uh, transmitted over the network, so you're not impacting the network, and the storage which you're using in, in the cloud. So that is also optimized. So you're optimizing the cost of storage in the cloud. Cool. So now you have an S3 interface if you wanted to back things up and you can easily access things. And I'm guessing you can leverage Elasticsearch with this as well to kind of give you some more index capability? Well, you have the same same index over 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 the data. So it doesn't really matter where the data is. So, I mean... Uh, I mean, that's a cool name to, to call it Elasticsearch, but you basically have the same index, whether the data, the data is in, in local snaps or uh, on a disaster recovery location where you, have, you might have a snap wall target, or if the data is in the cloud. So it's the same index, uh, which knows where the data is, and, and that's the key. Okay. Yeah, and you don't even need to know where the data is because uh, the software is taking care of that. So if you look for a file then the backup application will uh, know, depending on the retention, if he still can find it from the local snapshot, which will, of course, be the most quickest restore um, option, or if it has to look in the uh, snapshot destination or on the S3 package. So that will be done by the application. Excellent. Sounds, sounds like it's a very useful product here. But um, what I want to know is, do I have to use multiple GUIs to access all these different products, or is there something that helps me tie it all together? Um, we really have a single pane of glass, I would say. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you could manage it from one uh, administration console. I mean, we've got a Java GUI that um, is, is for backup admins, which has all of the extended capabilities. But we also have a simpler user intuitive uh, console, which can also be used to manage the entire lifecycle of the data. So you could do snapshots uh, and the whole management from from the command centers is, is how we call that uh, user interface. It, uh, it's an HTML5 based uh, user interface. We have worked with a lot of service providers um, to build this interface because service providers obviously compete on service plans and reporting and and all sort of that, all of that stuff. So all of those best practices have flown into uh, into this new interface called Command Center. So it, it's available to our NetApp customers, and it's uh, it has been enriched with uh, dashboards. I mean, interactive dashboards which give you an insight uh, into how how the backups are running, and it really optimizes the operations, and it it makes the life easier of, of the operations team. So I don't know if you realized it, but you fell into my trap. I like to make people say the buzzword of single pane of glass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. I win. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you heard me ring the bell, but I rung the bell. Maybe I want to add something, Justin. Uh, Go ahead. This might not be a single pane of glass. I mean, we do have multiple panes of glass. It's too late. I've already said it. You can't undo it. It's been done. <laughs> All right. It's not a big deal. It's just fun. All right. Um, so we also support tape backups. And, and, and one thing I wanted to call out is well, backup solutions that integrate snapshot uh, technologies can help with one specific use case that kind of comes up here and there. And that's ransomware. So ransomware is where somebody has basically taken your data hostage and wants you to pay a ransom to get it back. So how does Commvault help alleviate those situations where ransomware is involved? 
Well, uh, tape is not dead, right? I mean, we help uh, customers to have a copy of their data on tape, so you can restore your data from, from tape. And you can also set up uh, honeypots in your in environment so that we can observe if there's any malicious activity going on in the Commvault environment so that the backup admin is, um, is, is notified so that the right steps are taken. And uh, the, we can also set the disk libraries or the, 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 the location of storage of your backup. I mean, if you're storing your backup on, on disk, uh, we can make it read-only so that uh, the data which has been backed up to disk uh, will not be encrypted, so that uh, you protect it against and uh, against a, a ransomware attack on your backup infrastructure. As far as the integration of Commvault and NetApp goes, what sort of cool features can you tell me about that we have? We may have already covered some of them, but what other things have we, have we not covered? Uh, yeah, what I could imagine that is really important to highlight is um, the whole story about on-command unified manager. <laughs> Perhaps you remember. Uh, GFM, Data Fabric Manager, at the time. Uh, I remember that. You remember that, yeah. You're also an historical guy in that NetApp. <laughs> so, yeah, to, to the time where we started with uh, SnapProtect, um, we um, had the, um, we gave um, the instruction to use GFM, Data Fabric Manager, as kind of man in the middle to implement our best practice um, policies in terms of provisioning and um, protection. So they had to work with DFM and later on with on-command unified manager. But it was, of course, for um, not always the, the best solution and because through the use of on-command unified manager, you have been obliged to recreate all the relationship as soon as you introduced uh, Commvault in the environment. So um, now we remove this constraint so that Commvault is able to work directly with the ONTAP API and is able now to reuse existing SnapVault and SnapMirror replication. And I had the, um, the use case for a couple of months at a customer who uh, asked for a new implementation of Commvault with the VMware Exchange, SQL and NAS. But for their NAS, they have already implemented the full backup uh, solution with uh, ONTAP CLI. So they had already over 600 uh, SnapVault replications fanned out from one um, production site to two destination sites. And of course, they didn't want to recreate all these relationships. So we were able to answer, yes, you know, now there is open replication, so we can work outside of on-command unified uh, manager and just reuse the existing relationships. So you have in your Commvault GUI um, the ability to use your existing uh, SnapVault um, relationships. So that's OCOMLESS, uh, also called open replication. That's one feature that's worth mentioning. A really cool feature, I would say, you can uh, you can do cross hypervisor restores, so you can migrate your uh, workloads from uh, from a VMware uh, environment to the cloud. So you could convert that into an AWS instance, um, or you can also migrate databases. You can migrate Oracle databases to the cloud as well. So we've got those workflows built into the um, command center, that, which I mentioned before. So it's, it's really, really easy to, uh, to do that. And another cool thing was, uh, is around dev test, where you can utilize uh, Flex clone. So there, are, there, is, there is a way for Oracle admins, for example, to, uh, to clone certain databases where they use snapshots to clone. So there's a Flex clone, which is done at the background, 
and uh, the provisioning of those clones is automated, fully automated through the command center, where uh, you define how long you want this, uh, the clone to be there and uh, when you want to retire that clone. So all of that is policy driven, and uh, you can invoke that via the via the command center, and that and that really makes the life of uh, the storage admin and uh, the database admins easier because uh, you have role-based access controls which uh, enable uh, this functionality of uh, allowing the Oracle DBs to do their clonings themselves rather than having to wait for that copy of data from, from the storage admins. So you mentioned migrating things into the cloud, and that kind of leads us into our next topic here, and that is the NetApp data fabric. So how does Commvault play with the NetApp data fabric? How does it leverage that? Well, uh, the data fabric is uh, obviously all about managing data regardless of its location, whether it is on-premise or in a hybrid cloud or in the public cloud. And Commvault uh, gives our customers the right tools to do that. So on-premise, they can leverage uh, obviously, the NetApp snapshots and the snap mirrors, so they can do rapid uh, recovery of their workloads and save uh, any costs associated with uh, business downtime and minimize risk um, of being impacted by ransomware so they, can, so they can restore their data because they can also back up to tape. Uh, uh, like I said, tape is not dead. And the, the second part about the data fabric is uh, allowing customers a public cloud-like capability on-premise. And Commvault is able to do that. And an example for that would be of Rackspace. Uh, and Rackspace is, uh, is, is a company, is a worldwide well-known company. It's a service provider that is backing up about 66 petabytes of data per month. So imagine the scale and, I mean, the, the scalability and resilience of the platform that Commvault provides. So customers can build that uh, kind of an environment where uh, they can they can have a public cloud-like capability for data management, and the third part around the, for data fabric is uh, uh, allowing customers to be in a multi-cloud environment, and that's really key for for Commvault as well. Like I said before, you can move workloads between the clouds and between hypervisors, or even uh, backup data which is born in the cloud, which is born in the cloud. And things like um, Office 365 and um, Salesforce S3 data. And um, to give you an example or to put that into perspective, Commvault is backing up or managing about 160 petabytes of Amazon S3 data and about 182 petabytes of uh, Azure storage. So uh, that kind of gives you an idea of, um, of, of, of the fact that Commvault is helping our customers to be in multi, multi-cloud environments. So uh, if you had one word to conclude all this, to wrap it all up, um, what word would you give it, Emmanuel? Yeah, I would say um, you have heard it has been a quite long journey and for me a very interesting journey uh, since uh, the last 10 years. And I must say personally, I'm really grateful about the steps we went for in October by adding Commvault Complete to our portfolio and with that being able to provide our customers with a very powerful and all-embracing solution. And Ashutosh, do you have anything to add? Well, I would say uh, now uh, the custom, I mean, we can help our customers uh, uh, with their digital transformation because uh, data is at the heart of the digital transformation and 
uh, we can help our customers with their data, both of the companies, NetApp and Commvault. And if people want to find more information about Commvault or if they wanted to get a trial, where would they do that? Well, they, they can just go to commvault.com and uh, get a copy of, uh, of a trial version and, and try that out. Excellent. Plenty of documentation out there as well, I imagine, right? Yeah, the documentation site is documentation.comwell.com. Also quite easy to remember, and there you can find the full books online. Are these books behind a paywall or a login, or are they publicly available to everybody? Do I have to sign up for an account? It's free to access, yes. And as okay. uh, Shutosh mentioned, uh, you can have a trial version for 60 days. And yeah, so you can play around and make your own opinion. There you go. It's the best way to do it. So, Emmanuel Ashatosh, thanks so much for joining us today on the Tech on Tap podcast. Um, again, if we wanted to reach you, how do we do that, Emmanuel? Yes, Emmanuel Renard is my name, and you can reach me by email at netapp uh, under the address E-R-E-N-A-R-D at netapp.com. And Ashatosh? You can reach me on ibtamhankar at com. You'll find that, obviously, in the description of the podcast. All right, that music tells me it's time to go. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email to podcast at netapp.com or send us a tweet at netapp. As always, if you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher or via techontappodcast.com. If you like the show today, leave us a review. On behalf of the entire Tech on Tap podcast team, I'd like to thank Emmanuel Renard and Ashatosh Tamankar for joining us today. As always, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. Is it just me that's getting off on this? Oh, yeah.